Welcome to episode 17 of season nine. Actually, this is the most episodes I did in one season. And I love it because this season was all about being, you know, building a business that's 1000% you and just really being super authentic. And I'm being authentic with you when I say it's time for me to take a break from my show. It's August 12th, 2021. And today I turned 59. Yes, 59. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, while still reeling from the impact of a global pandemic, I decided to simplify my business this year. Mainly in the content marketing I've been doing for the last several years, I spend most of the time on the podcast and shooting my how-to videos for my YouTube channel, youtubeterry.com. I also publish a weekly and every other week in the summer newsletter called The Pappy Club Journal, which is relatively new. I started that earlier this year. Now, this obviously is in addition to all the work I do for my clients, but it's basically the content marketing and the work on my own business. Now, I still want to create content that's 1000% me, but I'm moving away from the full-on how-to teaching mode to focusing on my personal journey as a solopreneur and what I'm learning and experiencing. We all learn best by doing by being in action, by implementing. So by sharing my stories and experiences, I think I help my audience that much more to get inspired ideas to act versus being like a talking head teaching a concept or a practice. You know, I find this type of content so much more relatable and it feels great to share my life. You know, I've gotten to the point in my life where honestly, I don't care about what people think. I just want to be of service, right? I just want to tell it like it is because it has so much more impact. You know, what I've done with the Pappy Club Journal is I write a very personal article and I kick it off with an audio journaling prompt and pop in a vintage how-to video because I've got hundreds of videos. And, you know, I always try to make it, you know, related to the content that I've, I've basically focused on in the article. Now, I will continue to expand my variety of journal content and I'm enjoying the, the newness and the evolution of it. It's really cool. It's almost like I'm writing a personal diary and sharing it with my audience. And I, I just love that. Alongside this fresh content includes all of my Pappy Club member content with marketing and business how-tos, audio meditations, and videos from vetted experts that I've consolidated from the Pappy Club membership site. So last year it was like all about creating Pappy Club as a membership site. Created a ton of content, beautiful interface, laid out the whole membership site, got a few members, but for some reason it just wasn't clicking into place. You know, whether it's the marketing of it or that I wasn't really presenting it the way I needed to, I wasn't really sure why it was getting hung up. I mean, this is my whole thing around, <laughs> I just love to create and build stuff, right? So what I decided to do when I consolidated everything, I'm like, well, there's a ton of value in here. I just need to bring it over to tpappy.com and just allow my subscribers to have it for free. So that's how you get all the what was previously charged for as a membership for free. So by bringing all of my other brands and websites into one location on tpappy.com, I am really publishing only one content marketing product with a variety of media catered to my solopreneur audience. So I'm really staying in my lane. I'm just making it so much more easy on myself and simpler. I really just don't want to work that hard anymore. I swear to God. <laughs> now, when it comes to my clients, I'm talking about my own business, right? When it comes to my clients, I bend over backwards. I love work doing whatever needs to be done for my clients. So, but anyway, with that free time that I've opened up, 
And this is what's so cool about what happened this year is I'm spending more of it caring for my existing clients as well as getting into my oil painting and working on my next book. So I needed to make space for Terry's creative engine. It's like I had this huge aha moment where I wasn't really, I wasn't really being a full creative. You know, I was just kind of like a business person and I was just going through the mechanics. And after a while, it just kind of zapped my energy from a creative standpoint, my inspiration. And I'm like, ooh, this isn't really good. You know, like I need to be bringing my A game for my clients and and I love the creative process. So that's kind of what was really driving a lot of these changes that I made this year. Now, the Simplify and Multiply podcast has been an absolute joy to produce. And I've had amazing guests and frank conversations about being a solopreneur that I'll always cherish. I'm considering publishing a re, a, a Ruddux, R-E-D-U-X. I always want to sp- pronounce it Redux. I don't know. See, see what you're going to be missing by my taking a break. <laughs> anyway, I'm considering publishing a Redux of this show from my consolidated site, tpappy.com, starting with the first episode and running through all 126 episodes. Can you believe that? I've done 126 shows. Oh my gosh, it's been amazing. I designed each show to have a sustainable shelf life with valuable content that's really has permeable value to solopreneurs regardless of when they're consumed. Now, depending on when you listen to this final bookend episode, you can always find the show at simplifyandmultiply.com. So just remember that. And just go in and search topics. I mean, you can see the guests. It's just really, really great variety of, of very, very helpful information and, and fun conversations. So... Here's what I've gotten out of doing this show. Now, I know this sounds like I'm just stopping and I'm never going to do a show again. I don't know. I'm leaving the door open. I really loved doing the podcast. And it wasn't until very, very recently. I mean, I was ready to go into season 10 and 11. (laughs) I had topics and themes all lined up and everything. But when I started consolidating everything I was doing and focusing on simplifying my life, I mean, duh, the name of this podcast is Simplify Multiply. So hello. (laughs) just crack myself up sometimes, I swear. But but anyway, and so I want to leave the door open for, because it's a very creative experience, right? It's something that I love co-creating with my guests every single conversation. I never know where it's going. It's never scripted. It's, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's been so fun. And I love meeting new people and having really stimulating conversations. But this is what I've gotten out of doing this show because I had no experience doing podcasting or anything when I started it. So I've gotten more confidence behind the mic. That's the first thing, okay? I mean, and you'll be able to tell if you listen to episode one, you know, it's it's good, but where I evolved to, it's like I'm so much more comfortable and confident behind the mic now, and I, I can tell the difference, so you probably will too. I also discovered my voice, and that was part of the confidence, right? I became more vulnerable in how and what I shared publicly because I knew that what I was going through by sharing my my experience, my perspectives, and how it really impacted me is going to reach people at a different level. And solopreneurs and any listener is going to really feel it and resonate with it. And if it moves the needle in a positive direction, then it's worth it for me. I also discovered what my brand was really about, my thousand percent. And 
duh, I made a ton of new friends, which was awesome. <laughs> it's like the greatest way to make social connections that with, you know, colleagues or experts or, you know, people you just want to hang out with, right? And then of those great people I've had on the show, I've had inspiring, organic, honest conversations with them that have really inspired me, educated me, uh, spurred me on, and just like, I'd get off of a session, I'd be like, wow, that conversation went in a direction I never thought it would. And it was amazing. And so that's what I really, that's what I love. And that, that is what I'm going to miss when I take this break. So the experience has been, it's been a learning journey. And I'm so glad I made the investment in time and effort to design this show's premise. You know, figuring out the technology, which I'll touch on in a second recruit great fit guests for intriguing conversations and have a voice in the world for solopreneurs, which was really my mission. It wasn't about here's a how-to marketing podcast, like a million others that are out there. It was really about having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with another solopreneur about the, you know, the ups and downs and how they figured it out and what were their best practices and what were the lumps along the way. And I think those are so much more beneficial than here's a how-to, you know, step one, step two, step three. And there was a little bit of that in there too, because a lot of people are looking for something prescriptive. Now, I take a lot on in my business. <laughs> I don't have a team. I have a few partners I refer business to, you know, when it's not a fit for me. But my goal was never to create a big agency or have a big team to manage that. I mean, I knew that from day one. I always wanted an air of lightness and freedom and simplicity to my business. And I've been able to do so and support myself since 2006, believe it or not. Now, when I decided to do the podcast, I wanted to be able to record, produce, and manage the entire show myself. The only outsourcing I did was in the beginning, I paid a Fiverr voiceover actor, Joel, to record my intro, mid-roll, and outro. I wrote the scripts for Joel and also did my own intro, mid-roll, and outro segments. So that's kind of like the framework you need to do your podcast. Now, the other outsource expense was to Squadcast FM. That's squadcast.fm. And it's the platform I used for all of my guest interviews. Now, Squadcast was first referred to me by David Wolf of Autovita. He's, uh, the, he told me about Zach Moreno, who's the co-founder of Squadcast. And I had him on as one of my early guests and got to know Zach and what he was, you know, what his vision was for Squadcast. And, and I've been a fan ever since. So I'm an advocate for Squadcast and the service they offer for podcasters. And I've enjoyed watching them grow their product into a robust platform because now they're doing video and their service really made my show possible. Other than those two expenses, one a flat fee, you know, for Joel, and the other a monthly fee, which was very affordable, all other production I kept in-house by doing it myself. So once I recorded the show, I would bring it into Adobe Audition, and I would post-produce the MP3 mixdown. So you need an MP3 file to actually upload to your uh, podcast, you know, service, and, uh, you know, to get that so it will go in the channels on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google, and so on. I spent a few hours learning Audition so I could produce my own final recordings. You know, at times it was a challenge because many of my guests, surprisingly, had poor internet connections or they had, you know, which was more of the case, inadequate audio setups. You know, they didn't have a mic. We needed echo cancellation. You know, there was noise in the background. I mean, <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. Which, you know, if you have a good mic, it'll pick up all kind of noises. Um, but, you know, I managed to, you know, do a lot of repairing of audio recordings as a result. But I wanted my show to be comfortable to listen to. And I was kind of a stickler for as high quality an audio I could get. I mean, how many times have you tried to listen to a podcast and it was just the audio? <laughs> it just really sucked, right? And it's like, I can't listen to this. This is painful. So once I had the MP3 files ready to go, I then turned to Squarespace where the show is actually hosted. So I don't upload it to Lipsum or any of the other providers. I hosted it right from my very own uh, Squarespace website. So Squarespace, if you've heard me talk about it, it's an incredible platform. I highly recommend. I've been using it since 2009. Now, Squarespace allowed me to publish a blog dedicated to be pushed via RSS feed to all the podcast channels I wanted the show to appear on. So I know that sounds a little geeky, but basically podcast, the the way they get connected is through their real simple syndication, basically the URL. So the code is attached to an RSS feed, right? So if you, you know, get FeedBurner or any of those other services where you sign, you follow a blog or what have you. That's kind of what it is. But it can do it with audio as well. So when I initially set everything up, which, you know, it took a little time, you know, all I had to do was fill out the proper fields to connect the podcast to Apple Podcasts. And then it was just a matter of setting up my podcast account with all the other providers, such as Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Audible, all those. I also had to create show art for each as well as a show description. Boom. I was ready to go. It really isn't that involved. You just have to, you know, know that in the beginning when you're first setting it up, it just needs some setup time. So for the entirety of the nearly three years of the show, 126 episodes, my out-of-pocket cost was around 700 bucks. I know other podcasters who spend that much on each month to do their show. So it can add up when you have a lot of services, especially if you have people you're paying to do the post-production, you know, actually clean up your audio. Now, because I made my show's production so affordable, I created specific how to host your podcast through Squarespace training for Pappy Club Journal subscribers. So if you're a subscriber, I have a little mini training on step-by-step -step how to do that so you can check it out. And if you're not signed up, go to TPappy and sign up, okay? That's how we can stay in touch and you can still hear my voice. <laughs> so that's the techie side of the show. The personal side of the show, as I've mentioned, has had a deep impact on how I look at what I do, how I teach, inspire, and help my clients and audience achieve their solopreneur goals. And, you know, just frankly, survive as a solopreneur. What I want to focus on now is continuing the Pappy Club Journal which will include audio prompts from me, so you'll still still get to hear my voice, <laughs> as well as reflections of my personal journey and, of course, the how-to videos and helpful content. I continue to prioritize my clients' needs and still thoroughly enjoy each and every project engagement I have, you know, whether it's for a KISS marketing map strategy, a business of you generator to implement a new site, brand, or sales collateral, or tactical guidance engagement to help fill a client's pipeline and support their professional growth as a business coach. 
As I mentioned on the creative side, I'll be spending time expanding my studio. I'm so excited about it. I just got, I'm like in the process of setting it all up with furniture and everything. It used to be a guest bedroom in my, my house. So now I can't have any company <laughs> because I've converted this guest bedroom that literally had cobwebs on it because nobody came to visit. Partly probably because of COVID. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, it's now my studio. So it has a little couch. It's got my easel. It has a table. It's got my little tabaret with all my paints. It's like so arty farty. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. So I'm going to keep, you know, doing more and more paintings. And I'm going to be including uh, more photos of those paintings. Uh, right now, I've only completed one. And I, I'm just starting my second one. And I'm just so happy to be painting again. It's like, oh. It's such a joy. I'm like, why did I not do this for 20 years? This is crazy. <laughs> but I will be taking commissions for artwork. So once I get that a little more solidified, it will show up on tpappy.com. So make sure that you're signed up to the Pappy Club Journal so you can get updates on how that's coming along. I've already gotten a couple people that are like, yes, Terry, I, I want a painting from you. I want a painting from you. So get in the queue. <laughs> now, lastly, I want to thank you. If you are a first-time listener and this is the episode you stumbled upon, or were sent to, well, what can I say other than go back to episode one <laughs> and listen to all 126 and you'll be inspired in ways you don't expect. If you're a longtime listener or somewhere in between, I have two words for you. Thank you. You are the reason I created this show. I didn't want to make money off this show. I really didn't. I didn't want to monetize the show. I didn't even really grow my list or create any measurable ROI from it. It was a simple pleasure to be creative using audio and build a show that would inspire and help fellow solopreneurs who need that little boost from time to time to get through the ups and downs of running a business by yourself. Being a solopreneur has been and continues to be the best experience I've had in my life. I love doing my work, being creative, having fun, serving clients, inspiring my audience, and just being 1000% Terry Pappy. I invite you to explore ways you can be 1000% you and feel the joy and satisfaction doing work you love and as blessed as I do for having the freedom to have your own business and create a lifestyle you love. I love you for being here, for listening and sharing in my journey and stay tuned for more Terry, more fun, more inspiration and more joy. <laughs>